The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, well-beings? I'm Kelly Noonan-Gorris, and this is The Heal Podcast. Every Thursday, I interview the leading experts in health and healing, as well as real people with extraordinary healing stories. Whether you want to heal a physical diagnosis, a mental health issue, a past trauma, or heal our planet, The Heal Podcast is for you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss that one episode that holds the answers you've been searching for. You can follow us on Instagram at at Heal Documentary and at Kelly Gores and catch episode clips on Heal Documentary's YouTube channel. Don't forget to tune in every Thursday anywhere podcasts are found. It's a Garcia Diaries! Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between. Let's get started. What is up, you guys? We are sitting here in the back house. It is nighttime. This is our studio. Our studio. And I'm sitting here and I'm a little shook right now, I have to tell you. I actually don't know if I want to share this information with you. But I feel Okay, like then don't share it. I feel like I need to like someone to talk about it too. But I just don't want you knowing this knowledge that I have fallen upon. Out of the six other individuals that live in this household, you decide that I was the one you want to share this with. I don't think I can share this with the children. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, so I was I asked my audience, like, what is something you believed when you were young and it's not factual? And someone said, my high school boyfriend told me cum was full of vitamins, vitamin C, face palm emoji. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so funny. Like, and it's kind of manipulative. Like, oh, if you suck my wiener, then you get vitamins Damn, out of it. How come I've never thought of that? Okay, aunt. And I was like, you're, you're a fucking idiot girl for like believing it, right? So I Google it. <laughs> I Googled, does cum have vitamins? Ladies, if you're listening with your husband right now, make him turn it off. Don't let him listen to this next part. It says, yes, semen does contain actual nutrients, including vitamin C, B12, ascorbic acid. I'm not a doctor, sorry. Also not articulate. Articulate. Calcium, citric acid, fructose, lactic acid, magnesium, zinc, potassium, sodium, fat, and protein. So you know how people always like, on TikTok, they like make fun of America because you're like, why do we eat this? Look at look at what's look at the ingredients in your food. Yeah. In Europe, they don't have this much stuff. That's literally you just. I thought you were reading like a freaking pack of peanut butter crackers. Okay. The ingredients there. I took it a step further. Okay. And I googled, "Is semen good for women's health?" You were very inquisitive. I was. I was honestly so curious. And curiosity killed the cat, okay? It says researchers... Now, it doesn't say what gender these researchers were. And I would put money... I would put $10,000 on... These are male researchers. There's no way they were female. Some male researcher out there decided to spend his life researching this. And this is his legacy because he couldn't let it go. It now says, pause. What was his name? Because I he deserves to be named. He doesn't deserve <laughs> to be some his person. Name, he doesn't deserve to be named, actually. For all the fellas out there, we thank you. It says researchers have found that exposure to semen is good for women's health because of the mood altering chemicals of this body fluid. Earlier research had shown that these chemicals not just elevate mood, increase affection and induce sleep, but also contain vitamins and antidepressants. Wow. Okay. And I'm like, is this why I'm depressed? Is this very, why? Very likely. Very likely. But I actually, Gosh. I have to play devil's, devil's advocate for a second. Okay. Okay. Although this information greatly benefits me, right? Is this just come in general? Because I'm thinking of my diet, right? A lot of hot Cheetos, a lot of Takis, a lot of Pepino with chili. We should start taking cum smoothies together. Like but if I have to do it, like, you have to do it. What do you have to do in order to get this healthy cum? I think- What if I was out here doing like what, crystal meth? Like is my cum still healthy? From what I was reading, it's because of the fact that like you make babies with cum and like that's why it contains so many vitamins and nutrients in it. 
I, it did say though that it's not enough to like be good for you. Like, I mean, it, it can be beneficial, right? To have any vitamin in, in you, but it's not enough to even equal like a daily amount that you would need. Which I don't think I hit any I don't of the think daily that amounts. Was research. Like, we no, should no, no, research no, no, no. purposes. I, we should try it out. No, no, no. Okay, stop. Because I literally read that. But I'm just saying, like, I should take more vitamins. So probably anything helps at this point. You know what I mean? I don't know. You take a lot of shit every day, I except do for take... vitamin D. Come. Okay. Okay. So but think about it. There's actually like never mind. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> what? Nothing. Say it. Just Some say it. Some people aren't scared of penises. I'm not scared of penises. Also, it also didn't differentiate if like this is straight in the mouth or if it can also, the vitamins can be absorbed via vagina. So maybe I am getting all these great nutrients and probably almost every day if we want to. If you are getting the nutrients, I definitely need to change my diet because it's not working. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Depressed gang. Okay. Um, So we haven't done confessions in a few weeks. I feel like we need to... Confess some sins. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. The first one and the second one kind of go hand in hand. Okay. They're similar. I'm going to redo the first one first. So I just found out that my great grandma married her stepdad a year after her mom died. She was 17. Her mom was a single mom for like 10 years, married her stepdad, had five kids with him. She died in childbirth with the last one. A year later, he married his stepdaughter. Like what the fuck? So when my grandma wanted to see her grandpa, quote, sorry, honey, that's your dad too. When my, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I knew you're going to get when confused. When my grandma. So, no, your great grandma. So like, let's say your Nana's mom okay. married her stepdad. Oh, so we're talking like generations. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. Okay. But she was 17. So this is like, okay, let's just do it in terms of like your stepmom, right? Okay. okay. So your mom was a single mom for 10 years and then she married your stepdad. Okay. And then your mom dies. So you decide to marry your stepdad when you're 17 after he raised you for 10 years. That's he raised me. That's weird as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This was a raised scenario. They yes. weren't adults. No, she, it was 17 when she, well, she, from age seven to 17, she was raised well, by him. Oh, that's definitely some creeper grooming shit. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. And it was like generations and generations ago. So I'm sure back in the day, things were more normalized and luckily it, they're not anymore. That man was definitely a pedophile. Sorry, sorry to anyone that that's your grandfather. Pedophile as fuck. That's almost like, in my opinion, equal to your father. You know? And then I had people reply being like, well, it's not incest. Girl, no one said it was incest. It's still morally Wait, and ethically so wrong that, and probably illegal. That's why I even asked because like, okay, what if all the kids were adults? The mom married this man. Okay, well here, l- listen to this one. So this is the next confession. My grandpa divorced his wife to marry his stepdaughter. But like, let's say you marry someone that has a daughter and you divorce them to marry the daughter. That's not related to you, but it's related to your ex-wife now. Um, in this scenario, though, they were all adults when they got married. So still, the children were adults when they weird got married. It's fuck in my opinion, but I don't think it's a little bit more ethical. If, 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 you, like. if you really want to like take bias out, it's yeah, it's a little bit more ethical. You're exactly right. But the fact that the first one, this man raised like it just yeah, brings into question. That's like, when it's weird. Okay, what was going on prior to this? your wife doesn't just die. And then like a year later, you're like, Oh, I don't know. That's so weird. And what's even weird is that it said that they had five kids together and she died during childbirth. Right. Yeah. So her siblings are her step. Are oh her my kids, God. You're so you right. Really that it. is so weird. Like your biological siblings are now your legal stepchildren. Listen, old folk, Ooh. old people out there, please don't get offended, but you always hear people like, well, back in my day, it's like, if you really think about back in your day, shit was wicked and nasty as fuck. As much as you hate us TikTokers and us people that <laughs> dance in our underwear. Gen Z. <laughs> y'all were out here fucking little kids and it was cool and marrying your Well, you know family. what's so crazy is people are always talking, like like you said, talking shit about this generation. But how many stories do we hear every single day of like people doing 23andMe and finding out their grandpa or their parents or their great grandparents have like secret love childs that were like never, the dad never even knew or the grandma gave him up for adoption when she was 16 or like all these, all this crazy shit that happened and it's coming to light now because of freaking DNA tests. So that's the exact reason why I haven't done one of those DNA tests. (laughs) 
can't. Because, oh my God, we should. Because listen, my biological father is a womanizer. He, he has like he, 16 kids. He worked construction, like did concrete or something. Motherfucker needs to come build me a pool. Maybe I'll forgive you. But um, he would travel and go to these other small town, whatever. He was out there fucking. So I'm always like, damn, I wonder if I have like siblings out there. I mean, and, and he has 13 kids that, you know, he claims as his, which means he's fertile as fuck. Thank him for that. Um, but <laughs> like father, like the fact son. that he was out there just like clapping cheeks while he was at jobs. I really think that I have siblings out there. So you do have siblings out there. I have a lot of siblings that I know about that I don't have relationships with that I'm trying to make an effort, right? Listen, let right. me let me try to like have a relationship with my brother or sister. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, hey, fuck it. I tried. Yeah. We move on. I don't have enough time. And that's been 13. difficult enough. That's yeah. 13. Just from your dad. That's not even including your mom. And so I can imagine if And your stepdad. How many siblings do you think you have total? Well, I think we've talked about this on here. So 13 plus four plus four. What does that equal? What's 13 plus eight? Oh my God, that's a lot of siblings, half and step combined. But that's honestly the reason why <laughs> I don't want to find out that I have a brother that lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. Like, <laughs> no. Like, you probably have so many siblings in Globe. <laughs> I have enough on my plate, family, people that I'm trying to have relationships with. I don't have more time. But, but you know, maybe, maybe I have a famous freaking sibling out there somewhere that's doing good in life, you know? I, don't I know. doubt it. I really doubt it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, babe. So all that to say, we well, have- Well, if you think about the type of women that it would take to sleep with my- Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's shots at my mom. Boom, 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 boom. But she was a teenager and my dad was Okay, a that creep. was disgusting. Your dad was literally like 26 and she was 15, it, 14? Exactly. He's a fucking creep. Yeah. And took advantage of my mother. So all that to say, we have a more ethical situation. I don't even know if ethical is the right word, but definitely like less illegal marrying an adult stepdaughter that you didn't, you didn't raise versus, you know, was that like the show that you watched the Salt Lake city one? Is oh my like gosh. That? So many people replied and were like, this is Mary Cosby. This is Mary Cosby. Yeah. She did marry her step grandfather. And you know, what's so crazy is so the grandma died, right? Okay. And the the daughter, so Mary's mom wanted to marry him and the granddaughter won. Like they battled it out. The granddaughter versus the mom. And now the grand, like Mary doesn't talk to her mom because the mom got jealous or something. That's too much for me. Totally crazy. Anyways. Out of all the fish in the sea, (laughs) you want to marry daddy? Oh my God. Okay. Crazy. Okay. Next. Someone said my husband didn't finish and now I'm freaked out. So I wanted your male perspective on what it means if her husband doesn't finish. To be honest, I don't know. Have you ever had that experience? I've always been able to finish. (laughs) Even even if it's not good or you're not into it, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to finish. So I think with with men, it's not a, ma- most men, it's not a matter of good or not. It's the fact that like you're in something. And so that's good enough. Oh, okay. And that's why I Maybe think that, he has a lot going on. I think up that's in why head. you always hear women complain like, oh, my man, nine seconds. And it's like, yo, like I'm inside of you. That's, there's not a lot like that needs to happen here. And then it's the complete opposite experience for women. Like a lot needs from to happen. Your confessions and from the conversations you've had. Yeah, I'll, there's a lot more than just the act of sex for women. I think for most men, the act of sex is enough. So if the act of sex wasn't enough for him, then he's cheating go- or there's oh a lot God. on his mind. <laughs> Maybe he's going through a or lot. Or he's old. Maybe he has ED or something. Maybe he needs to call Roman. Roman, into your ad right here. Oh my gosh. Okay, someone said, my fiance took out $160,000 of loans to invest in crypto behind my back. Thought so far. Nothing wrong with anything, but besides the behind my back. But listen, if you got millions in the bank, 160 ain't nothing, I would imagine. I would imagine. I don't know. I, I have don't a know hard enough time like. being $160 from you. So <laughs> it sounds like good problems to have. Anyway, so he took out $160,000 of loans to invest in crypto behind her back and lost all of it. I only caught him because I opened his mail. Not sure if I should stay or leave yet. 
And this is just a fiance. It's not like husband of 10 years. Okay. But what if the money is his? Meaning like. Meaning now she's. No, no. He's the breadwinner. So like he's got all this money and he decides he wants to use. But it's low. So it's not like he had that in liquid cash. It's loans. loans. So now she's going to marry this guy that has all of that debt attached to his name. And if he can't pay it, who are they going to come after? You're right. Because she now becomes, once she gets married, that's her debt. Did you know my dad had like hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt? And when he went to prison, they came after my mom for it. And now she has to pay it back. Did you know that? I don't think I knew that. So. I've checked out from that situation. (laughs) So uh, I can definitely see them coming after her for that. So yeah, I'd probably dip if it was me. I mean, well, why would they come after her unless they're not paying? Exactly. If, but if you take out that much in loans, do you have that much cash to pay? Honestly, I've, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know enough about loans. I know I could never get a $160,000 loan. I so. think what would be awesome to have on the podcast one day is someone that is on the side of crypto and all these future things, you know, like Bitcoin, an, Bitcoin, things like that. Get Wait, that person Bitcoin, on here. Is Bitcoin crypto? I believe so because it's not, it's like a cryptocurrency. It's not physical. It's not like currency you can physically hold. It's, on a website or whatever. I don't know. I have but, Venmo. But have someone that's on the side of this is the future. Everyone needs to invest. So that way we can understand. I just need someone to break it down to me. But yeah. also have someone that's on the opposite end and we sit here, they try to educate us, then they battle it out. And then at the end we decide, are we team future are or we team stick to the old shit? Crypto or team cash money? I, f- I feel like that'd be fun. Okay. So, hey, listen, if you're, involved in that you're good we don't want like someone that just read some reddit forums and no you know, you heavily think you know, involved like you know put some money if you're willing to put money on the line that you can change someone's mind hit us up and you might be able to come on the show <laughs> someone said my girlfriend's stepsister is marrying their cousin it's their cousin by marriage because this is a stepsister right um and the, and she broke the cousin up from their relationship. My so cousins. So you have stepsisters, right? Yes. So imagine if one of your stepsisters was marrying your, just your biological cousin. I mean, in my scenario, it kind of works because I didn't really grow up with my step siblings. Okay. You know what? Now that I say that I'm thinking, okay, if one of your step siblings m- married one of your biological cousins, it actually probably wouldn't be weird at all. Cause it's like two different worlds. But now, like if we were, especially if it's only cousin by marriage, but like, listen, if we were all kids and we grew up together and my cousins were like, we were family, yeah. at, like, you know, at one point and then they get, become adult and then it's, I think it's weird. But in my situation, I didn't grow up around my step siblings. We didn't grow up together. They didn't grow up around my cousin. So it's, they're strangers to each other. There's two reasons where I think that like dating family is weird, right? The obvious, if you're biologically related, then that's obviously weird and illegal and has consequences both physically and probably financially. If you get like, I don't know, in trouble with the law. The second is if you were raised as family. So Maybe you're not biologically related, but if you were raised as cousins or if you were raised as siblings, like step siblings, right? Or raised stepdaughter and stepdad, then that's what's really, really weird. But if it happens later in life, like you get, I don't know, they become your stepsister as an adult and that's how you're like, I don't know. Then, then I think the lines get blurred so, and it's kind of not that weird. Okay. Well, we'll kind of relate that back to us because I have friends, childhood friends who they have children the same age as our children so we that's family right yeah that's uncle so-and-so that's your cousin but like what if through the years they grow to actually like each other do you think that's weird i don't know (laughs) i feel like that's more like best friends i don't feel like we say like oh that's your cousin like but we do it does feel like family like i feel like almost like he's my nephew but we don't tell the kids like like, oh that's your cousin we don't but it's definitely a family vibe, vibe like we yeah. spend a lot of time with these we people we go on vacations exactly. together yeah and so i would almost i could almost see one of our kids like you know what i think it is with you i think when marriage is involved like Maybe, there's yeah. no there's no legally binding contract between our family and their family yeah right now let's say you one day married him my buddy then there's like legal ramifications to that you grow up to 
you don't, you know not I mean? legal ramifications, but there's you're married. You're ethical, probably. Exactly. <laughs> but I have to agree. If if you, everyone's adults and everyone meets as adults, listen. When you're old enough to make decisions for yourself, that's yeah. And just because Harry marries Sally, that doesn't mean that Harry gets the right over Sally's entire life forever. Like, what if Sally's daughter likes Harry's daughter? And or likes Harry's son, daughter, whatever. You know what I mean? Like just because Harry married Sally doesn't mean that forever no one on that side or that side can ever but if you really, love each other. If, if you really think about it, take away right and wrong and societal norms. If a man and a woman get married or a woman and a man, whatever, whoever gets married. A woman and a man or a man and a woman. It's a woman the same woman, thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and they both have kids. Technically, there's nothing wrong if in their adult life they want to Get together, right? There's nothing wrong the with that. The kids? There's, they're not blood related. There's no, there's nothing, nothing the same. But it's weird as fuck because it oh, just gets you thinking, okay, like, yeah. Yo, what's been going on the past twenty two? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, also because I'm sure if you marry your step cousin, you're not introducing them as your step cousin. But if someone finds that out, I'm sure they're like have a lot of questions, just like we do right now. Honestly, just don't marry. Potential relatives, step blood. But just, how do you know if they're potential relatives? I mean, <laughs> what if it doesn't happen for until us, later? we don't live in a small town, so I don't. The chances of yeah, them, but but like, remember you had a confession one time, and they were like, our town's like a couple hundred people, and like that's what's there. Yeah, I would. We're leave. like seven times removed, but we're still. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Also, there's some cultures we, that's a longer conversation where it's actually preferred related, but. <laughs> Anyways, someone. I don't usually <laughs> shit on cultures, but I don't know about that, man. So my entire family. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, so I was in New Orleans once and met a cool ass stripper. My husband was a total jackass at the time. Once he got drunk and fell asleep, I snuck out of the hotel room, walked the scary night streets of New Orleans alone, and went and hung out with a stripper. He never found out. Strippers are fun. <laughs> okay, so... Here's my thing. So if that happened with us, like let's say when we were in Vegas and you found out, what would your reaction be? Like I snuck out of the hotel room to go hang out with a stripper or anyone for that matter. The guy passed out, right? Yeah, he was passed out hey, drunk. Hey, listen, you snooze, you lose. You snooze, you lose. You can't handle your weight then. <laughs> okay, someone said, we found out the guy my friend has been fucking for a while, has a wife, daughter, and goes to her church and plays in the worship team. In any of this, I didn't hear he goes to the church. So he plays for the worship team. Oh, I thought the I thought his wife goes to the church. Okay, we found out the guy my friend has been fucking okay. has a wife, daughter, and goes to her oh, church, and oh. he plays in on the worship yeah, team. You gotta you gotta out this man. But also, why was that the most important part that he doesn't go to church Be- if he has a wife and a daughter? Because listen, church people they hold us sinners to high standards, right? Right. They judge us. They nitpick our life. So to they need some, to, yes, some. every, I'm speaking from, when I, when I come on this microphone right here, I speak from experience and the people that I've interacted with in my life. Okay. Yeah. So, which the, is only two churches out of like millions. No, I've been in a lot of churches, honestly. What churches? I don't fucking know names. Something you, of God, Lamb of God, Jesus of God. I don't know. Something of God. They're oh. all of God. But <laughs> church people, they love to nitpick your life. Right. So I love to nitpick their life. And, <laughs> Even though I don't rock with church, I don't go to church, I believe like a principal, like a teacher, you have to hold, you have to live your life to a higher standard, right? Because if you're given authority over people, you kind of have to live. You're talking about pastors. Pastors. Or people on worship Worship leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If if the worship leader is up there fucking one of the backup singers and- the pastor gets on stage and talks about, oh, fornicating, like, come on, bro. Like, or infidelity. Take a yeah. look in the mirror and, like, fucking, that's how I look at church. That's why I fuck with church. But if he doesn't go to church, if he's not living that lifestyle, then he gets a little more, you know, leeway in my book. But the fact that he's up there, you got to out the man. Fuck it. I mean, out him, period, whether or not he's on the worship team, he's cheating on his wife and has a daughter. Well, you don't know them. You don't know their marriage. It could be a shitty ass marriage. And maybe she's out there sleeping with other, like, maybe, maybe that's the case. But the fact that. Then I feel like it would be fine, no matter if he leads worship or not. No, no. <laughs> Unless they're like the most, the awesomest church ever and they just <laughs> the accept church. any and everything. Listen, 
he may live his life a certain way, but if the pastor of the church goes on that stage, talks about sin and sleeping around, listen, by default, you're associated with that. Okay. Someone said, I peed on my husband the other night at at his request. He came so fast. What the fuck? Remember when I peed on you? Oh my God, you guys. One time I was shaving my legs in the shower and then Anthony starts peeing and it got on my leg and it burned so bad. So bad. I was like crying. I was so mad. I mean, I wasn't intentionally, so I didn't intentionally time, pee on you. I, know, I was peeing in the I, shower and you got your ankle down there. And After that experience, I was like shook that people do that for pleasure. Like, no. But I had, I had just shaved my legs. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Peeing is not a vibe for me. Just keep it in the toilet or the keep urinal. Or the diaper. <laughs> That's what we deal with all day. Pee diapers. Um. So. Wait, the woman peed on the man. Yes. And then so, he came so fast. I probably should know this. But can you control like the direction your pee goes in as a woman? Because like Not, I have a penis, no. I can just like aim it. No, and- no. If you're spread leg, there's more of a chance it's going to go straight. But there's all kinds of reasons so does, that does, it might does, splatter. Does pee from a vagina? Does it come out in pee a stream? Pee from a vagina? What? Or pee from a penis? Do you pee from your asshole? Do you pee from? Do women pee from their vagina? From that area, the holes are closed. <laughs> I know that vulva. Vulva. Okay. No, vulva is the area. But it's what all, do women pee from? But like my asshole is not by my penis hole. It's all in the same general area. Okay, but do you know what women pee from? No, I don't. It's called the urethra. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> because but listen, there's literally five urethras in your house. And there's one mom. Oh my god! You think they're gonna? Hey, why is my pee splash? No, they're gonna come to you. But does your pee like streamline or does it just like misty? It depends. Okay, cool. (laughs) Cool. Okay. Someone said, my husband and I live in the same house as his parents. Okay. I heard them doing it last night. You're in my house. My house, my rules. Here's the thing. I mean, not my house, my rules. My house, my- I feel like it's a known fact that his parents have sex. Like, unless he was born by like IVF or he's adopted- there's a good chance that they had sex in order to create him, right? So you know that. That being said, still don't want to hear it. Still don't want to see it. Still don't want to hear about it, right? I don't want to hear it. Like your parents, no, 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 no. I can't even finish the sentence. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear. But also your parents <laughs> didn't have sex to create you. So that's just in, I don't know. I actually didn't even think about that. But I don't want to hear about any situations of either of our parents having sex. So. Okay, but if you're living in my house, you know I like to beat cheeks. Cheeks are probably being beaten at some point. Just the thought of it. It is weird. I'll take it back. It is weird. Like, you're 70 years old, mom. You don't need to be screaming like that. Like, shut up. 70? 70. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe, you know, normal. Do you think you're going to be having sex at the age of 70? No, my shit's going to be broken. <laughs> It's going to be broken by the time you're like 35. That's what I'm saying. My shit's not going to work. Oh, Out of service. Speaking of something we said earlier, um, we had funky time. First of all, you already lost me in the first four words of this confession. Please don't ever say funky time. We had funky time and I shat. Okay. Another word that I don't appreciate. Just say shit. We had funky time and I shat on my husband while doing reverse cowgirl. What is reverse cowgirl? I don't know. It's never. We just do happened. things and I don't know like what the names no, of them are. I don't think you've ever done reverse cowgirl. It looks, sounds way too complicated for me. <laughs> Shut up. I'm looking it up on Google right now. Reverse cowgirl. Okay. You sit on top of your partner facing their feet and then have partner bend their legs to keep them straight. Yeah. Once I don't, again, I don't think you've ever done that. Very complicated. Anyways. So that means that her butt was facing his face. And she shat on his chest. Can I be honest for a second? Stomach. I'm Dete- depending on the trajectory, she could have hit his face. Hearing these confessions, I think to myself, how have you not shit on me before? Because you have shitty stomach problems. I do have IVSD. And so going forward, I think that now that that thoughts in my brain, it's Bru- something it's that I have. It's been 10 years and I've never done it. And the problems progressive are getting worse. 
it's a shitty situation. So it is actually shocking to me that I haven't. Pooped you know what I'm saying? Like before. you just shit. Like oh, we'll be in the car. Like, oh, I gotta go poop. I'm pooping on my pants. Like no, I don't poop my pants. Don't. You're on the verge. You're on the verge. Don't say that because people are gonna take it seriously. You've been on the verge many. I've seen, you do this little dance the in the verge car and you start to different. bounce up and down. Like <laughs> being on the verge is different than actually fulfilling the act of it. Do you shit on yourself in a store. That one time. Anything one is time. possible. You shit oh on the God. side of the road. Like that was on purpose. I, exactly. <laughs> okay. Last one. Someone said, I use my son's piggy bank money as tooth fairy money. Smart. What? What? I thought you were going to have a way different reaction than that. I mean, let's talk about the ethical <laughs> ramifications of this. No, but to be honest, I feel like that's fucked up. So you're taking their money and then just giving it back to them. Okay, Bethany, I That's messed I, up. Listen, listen. I understand like life's going well, financially we're doing well. You know, we're we're doing good. At one point we didn't have tooth fairy money, babe. What's tooth fairy money? When your kid loses a tooth. I know, but it, is there a like why can't I just put a quarter Beth, underneath their pillow? Beth, we we went to the dentist this week for the kids. Right. Okay. It was down the street from our first apartment. 600 square feet. We drove by the grocery store fries. Okay. Oh my gosh. Have you told yes. story before? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Brooklyn was born. Was she born? In, I don't know. I was 18. You were 19. We, she was either a newborn or I, I was pregnant. So less than 10 years ago, this happened. We, um, your mom bought us groceries because she was with Brooklyn at the house. So Brooklyn was born. So I was 17. She was watching the baby at the apartment. She gave us her card because I don't think our food stamps had kicked in like the, the huge increase. We didn't get the huge increase until after Harlem was born. Exactly. So, so I think we were getting $30 a month we for food stamps. Struggling, yeah. struggling. And so your mom came, she gave us, hey, go buy, you know, some groceries. We went to Fry's and she was like, get $20 cash back. We did the self uh, checkout machine. So we obviously we didn't buy a lot of groceries because- if you have a cart full of groceries, you go to the cashier. No one wants to fucking scan their own shit. Yeah. But anyway, so we check out. Bethany goes to pay. And she leaves the $20 bill in the dispenser. cash out dispenser. Yeah. We're driving home. And we're like, I'm like, hey, did you get the money? She's like, no. I'm like, oh, fuck. So we were literally just talking. I think we went back to get it and, and it, it was, was gone. gone. But we were talking like $20 at one point could make or break us financially. Like we didn't eat that week because- we didn't eat Wendy's that week, the dollar menu. No, we didn't. The money. That week, we couldn't eat on our own at all. I think we had to go to family's house for so every that's, meal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So at one point, $20 was make or break on if we were going to eat that week on our own. So think about tooth fairy money. We didn't have that. And so that's funny that this comes up because like, when did we go to the dentist? Wednesday, Thursday? Mm-hmm. Like that was just this week. And we were talking like, damn, that's just crazy to think how far... We've come to where you're right. Yo, know, I just gave the kids twenty dollars each to go to the book fair last week. Like, it's so humbling and crazy to look back at you know the progression and where we are at. Like, you're right. So. You're right. Okay, true. Also, I was even thinking about like because that would be like almost what if Brooklyn's eight eight years ago, right? Yeah. But even a few years ago, what reminded me when we were at the dentist, the dentist is bringing up a lot of memories for us. Um, when we took the kids to the dentist this week and they gave us the final bill of how much it was going to be because we're going to have to have a few procedures done for Brooklyn, right? Uh-huh. And I saw the bill and it was double what it was last time we needed a procedure done or a few years ago. I can't remember. It was when we were living in Gilbert and I remember it was like $600 or $400, something like that. And I literally was like, I don't know how we're going to pay this. Like, I don't know. I had a, and it stressed us out for weeks. Well, in that particular case, I I had signed up for an FS, I think it's FSA card through my work and I didn't know what it was, but I put money in that account and come to find out we hadn't, I didn't know what that was, but we used that to pay the dentist. And this was what, like you said, four or five years ago. Four, maybe. Yeah. But, you but you're, it was when you were working at Cox and we were living in Gilbert. And I was, and so this week when I went to pay it and I, it was just like, oh yeah, here, swipe my card. And I was like, oh my God, like, wow. And I, I feel like in moments like those, when you realize like how hard you struggled before, like it feels really good, but it's also kind of flashes you back then, to a lot of trauma. Like in that situation, 
like we weren't struggling. Our bills were paid. We had groceries, but we were living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. That was just every, everything we so needed. So anything extra was a fucking. Yeah. So it's just crazy. Like, damn. It was a lot of stress. So, also, our car got repoed during that time too. <laughs> we won't talk about that though. Okay. So. But anyways, I actually wanted to bring this actually ties into. Don't say into, anyways. We're going to get bad reviews. No, you say anyways. Oh yeah. yeah. No, you're supposed to say anyway. But listen, if, no matter any, what. if the people know, if they come at my verbiage and how I speak, it's verbiage. Pretty much racist. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't. But so Bethany and I wanted to kind of implement, not implement, but like have a new little segment on our show where we talk about things we're currently watching. Yes. Right? Because this TV is a huge part of our lives. That's dramatic. But it is. every single night when the kids go to sleep, how Anthony and I bond or spend time, choose to spend time together is we will cuddle up on the couch and watch a show. And then we talk about it. We dissect it. And it's so fun to talk about. And I thought, why not bring those conversations to the podcast? And you always, he- you always see on social media, like people like, Oh, recommend shows. And da-da-da. so we we'll, we wanted to like, Hey, let's talk about something we're watching. Not necessarily give spoilers. And no, no, no. Yeah. Away, We're not going like, to give spoilers. You know, maybe we can get on the same mental lane, level as our listeners and we watch shows together. I don't know. Yeah, let's Whatever, all watch shows together. Right? Okay, so the first one. So for me and I, we purposely didn't talk about these people on the podcast. But <laughs> for the past some few weeks. fucking way this guy comes up. The Kanye West documentary. And I don't want to talk about Kanye West and anything specifically, but... What I, what I do want to hit on, and it kind of ties into the trip we took and the feedback we got and people reaching out to us. So I've always been a fan of Kanye West's music, specifically the older stuff, right? College dropout, Kanye first came on the scene. Okay, yeah. Not so much the stuff in the middle, but recently it's a good music. But just to kind of give you a brief rundown is- And what's it called? Genius. Okay. And mm-hmm. where can we watch Netflix, it? Netflix, on Netflix. Okay. So, but I haven't seen it. You to have be it. clear. We were gonna watch it together, and Bethany's like, "No, we watch this first. Finally, I was like, "Yo, on the airplane, I'm gonna watch this." So I watched it. But Connie, many many years ago, had the vision to have one of his friends record stuff in real time, so that way one day he could put a documentary together. Which damn, we should have started recording a say, long time say ago. Say what you want about Connie West, that alone just proves how much of a fucking genius or he a is. narcissist, whatever. <laughs> but you know, you get to see the behind the scenes of the music, the lows, the highs, the people saying, yo, like you're not cut out to rap, you're a producer, things like that. And so it made me in current times appreciate those first few albums even more. And now this thing comes out weekly, so I'm not caught up from what I've seen. I'm like, damn. So now when I go back and I listen to his first album, even though I fucking rocked with it before and I liked it, I can... Appreciate feel the emotion it, yeah. and feel everything that went into it. And it kind of tied, and I kind of tied that into us, right? From the very beginning, we've been open. We've allowed you guys to really look into our lives to, to an extent. You know, there's things that we don't share, whatever. So when people message like, damn, I'm so happy for you guys that you guys are get, getting to experience, you know, the cruise and going to these places. Because I remember when, you know, that they remember things. Or when you when you post about Deuce and people are like, you know, I remember being here. It just makes it like, damn. And, and we're, it makes me really appreciative of those people. But even as followers that have been here for a long time, they've seen us, right? You were open about struggles and things that we couldn't do and, and whatnot. So when they see us fucking living life and doing these awesome things to get messages from people like, you guys deserve this. I remember, I don't know. I, I just kind of related that to our lives. And because- you, you've mentioned like you don't feel comfortable. What's it called when you post clothes and you link oh, it? Like try on hauls? No, no, no. When you post clothes. the links for people to buy. Yeah, affiliate right? links. So you don't feel like it, for you, it feels weird posting a Gucci belt. Yes. Right? Because for I'm 25 years old. How old am I? 26. I'm 26 years old. And the first time I bought a designer anything, I was probably 25 years old. It That's was, still pretty young. No, no, no. Exactly. But there's people out there who grew up in that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not like- And it was like 10 years of for us of like 
like I'm saying trying like trying to get to that point. Like well, not that's not the end that all, was never be all. The end goal, Yeah, but the, it was just like a cool moment. But when you come from nothing and like you and I were talking about this the other day. Yes, you may have grown up in a family that was well off and you were able to go to Disneyland every year, whatever. When we got together, we were we hit that low point yeah. of finances. We couldn't afford our rent. We couldn't afford to buy food. Like no matter where you come from, what makes our story so unique and, and different is you were down with me, right? We didn't have anything. So when you fucking come from nothing and you work hard and you bust your ass and you can do things and, and you see numbers that you never thought you'd ever see, like it's, it's crazy. But yeah, how you said you don't feel comfortable because it's like, we know how it feels to, you can't relate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I can never. I've unfollowed people in the past for like showing off designer things or like, I don't know, like there's ways people do it that just make me really uncomfortable. Even people that I'm friends with, like sometimes the way that they link stuff or are showing off their extravagant lifestyle, it makes me uncomfortable because I think about being in that position and not being able to relate. And even now I don't, I don't relate to a lot of people, a lot of the things and, people post but you, and, but about their lifestyles. We've had conversations where you're like, I don't feel comfortable because I remember that it was like, I couldn't do it. And so it kind of is like, you don't want to see that shit. Yeah. So even as, and, and by no means but are I we saying, say, oh, we're rich as fucking, no, no, we're not, by, no, no, not, not to, but to who we were when Brooklyn was born, like we could have never imagined yes. this. Yes. So, you you've mentioned that, and so you you don't you're not like oh I got a fucking Gucci nothing. So not like I will that. say so. Last year I don't remember when it was. I think it was before we went to Vegas for the first time. I decided I think I want to buy my first Gucci bag, my first designer bag ever, and we did that. And I didn't want to post about it or share it or anything like that because, like I said, it made me feel uncomfortable. And it felt show-offy and I didn't like that. So then I was also kind of insecure to even post it, period. And I was like hiding it for a sec, even if I was wearing it in a picture. But then I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever. I'm not going to like pretend that I don't have this bag. Like that's so stupid. I kind of just started showing it. And you know what people did? I had followers reach out to me and be like, oh my God, like that's so cool. I see you with the Gucci bag. Like that's so, I'm so happy for you, whatever. And I was just kind of like, wait, what? Like people are happy. I don't get but it. I, I don't get but it. But that's what I'm saying. But yeah. People have seen us and we've never been like, oh, we're we're perfect. And we no, we've been open and honest about that. When I was linking outfits on the cruise, people were like, Oh, can you link your bag? That's so cute. And I was like, Oh, like I don't want to link this. Like that's embarrassing. But then I was like, Okay, I'm gonna link it. But just so you guys know, that's like a huge splurge and like not something I buy every day. You know what I mean? Like it's it was a lot. And I had most people be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like that's a dream bag. Or, and then other people were, I did have a few people be like, why would you even link something that you know so no one can afford, whatever. But obviously people can't afford it because I got sales on it. But, but exactly, so most people can't drop $2,800 on a bag. Like we couldn't, for, even right now I wouldn't. But in that moment when I did, I did. You know what I mean? So all that to say is this documentary Coupled with the oh, fact yeah. that we, we were, were talking on, about a documentary we were on a cruise, <laughs> but like, no, like really, I got messages from people that were like, we're so happy to see this. Like you guys deserve this. Been here since, you know, they, they would name the year. So it just kind of tied that all together and watching this documentary. It, it's a good documentary. Don't get me wrong. It's kind of hard to watch considering the current, you know. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to ask you if it's hard to watch because of that. Um, But is, so it is? No, not hard. It's just weird to watch because like you're seeing this Kanye who is in a different place in his life. Yeah. And you're well, kind of watching him build his legacy, well, just right? The, like I said, I don't know what the most recent, I think I watched the first three. So you go back in time and to see where he's at now, it's, it's, it is kind of difficult to watch. For me, it, it hit a nerve because at the same time I'm appreciating his early music and I'm getting messages from people who are like, yo, like we're so happy for you. Strangers, people I don't even know. Like they're saying they're happy and it just all kind of ties together. So Okay, so that's genius on Netflix. The next one is Pam and Tommy on Hulu. So <laughs> we've been watching this for since it came out. 
And I think we have 20 minutes left of the first or of the last episode and then we're done. But I, here's what we'll say about Pam and Tommy. I actually genuinely have enjoyed it, but the first few episodes and especially one scene within these where there's like, I don't want to like spoil it, but it's not really a spoiler. There's just weird stuff like a, pe- a talking penis. Like those scenes, I was like, I literally can't, how can I get through this show? It's so stupid, but the storyline is great. And honestly, I, you guys, I was crying, crying. And I don't even know if it was because I was high or for another reason. I have no idea. But watching like what Pamela Anderson went through with everything. So like, obviously everyone knows the story of like Pam and Tommy's sex tape, right? And how it got stolen and released. So basically the show is just all about that. But actually watching it, even knowing that it's probably not fully accurate because they weren't involved in the show, I felt so bad and like awful for them. I have a question for you. I don't think I've asked you this. Prior to the show, had you ever seen the tape? No, I've never, I still have never seen the tape. But I mean, I've seen in the show, they kind of show like li- like certain parts that are obviously acted out by Sebastian Stan and Lily James. So you never, you never went on the hub and typed in Tommy and Pammy's tape? No, okay. have you? Oh, hell yeah. What? Do you feel bad about it now knowing that they did not want that out there at all? And it was their private moment? I was like 13 years old. I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> oh my God. But here, here's my That's thing. That's sad. Here's my thing with the show. I like Seth Rogen for certain roles. And a show like this said, I don't think Seth Rogen belongs in it. Yeah. I think that's what made it corny in me. And aside from all the other stuff. Because you want him to do something like, I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of corny. You know what I mean? Like, and, and maybe he's trying to take a different path in his career. Maybe, but. I also say don't watch this show if you're wanting it to be like the most serious and like profound thing. Because it definitely is very corny in some parts. But I will say Lily James as Pamela Anderson. It, oh, yeah. Was and phenomenal. even the guy that plays Tommy Lee did a good job. Even yeah. I know nothing about Tommy Lee. I just imagine that's what a rock star acts like. <laughs> yeah, they were, they're were both great actors and they did such a good job. But like Pamela Anderson going through like the depositions and like the miscarriage, like all that kind of stuff. Like I felt it and it, I feel horrible. And now I'm excited to watch whatever Pamela Anderson does next. I think she's doing a documentary on Netflix about this. And I'm really excited to watch it. I think for me is I thought Pamela Anderson like accepted that her being the sexy, I, I, you, does that make sense? Like, cause you see her, she's beautiful. She's the, like, well, she was a sex symbol. That's right. what I'm saying. But I thought but like that, I think, so you think you thought that because she's a sex symbol that her, it didn't ex- affect her really negatively. And that's, that's my, male percept you know what I mean? And and it hit on this is like, oh well you you did you did Playboy, so you don't you know how they were like questioning her? Yeah. And it's just like, oh well she's doing all of this, you know with consent. Consent. Yeah. So so that that's was my thinking I haven't thought about this in years, but it's like, oh she probably fucking So that's loved what you, the fact so that you're saying out. that's what you thought as a teenager. Is yeah. But because it's like, oh well you're doing this, you're doing that. Like but Watching that, I'm like, damn! Like, I never really thought of it from perspective of a perspective of it was negative for her. I, th- yeah. I was thinking of it as all oh, the text, the sex tape was probably fucking good for her and no. her career. No, and it then watching how it like hurt her career. End. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what I was thinking while watching it is like you t- you think about paparazzi culture with like Britney Spears and Paris Hilton and um, Lindsay Lohan and all these stars, right? And how it like ruined their lives or like affected them so negatively in their mental health. And I really think that like Pam and Tommy like saw the start of all of that. Like that what they went through during all of that, it's just crazy. And then the way that they talk about like pop culture and media, like a lot of newspapers didn't want to run it because they were like, no one cares about movie stars. You are right. So it was kind of the start of like pop culture becoming a part of our everyday news and like how, and it, kind of shaped how we consume pop culture as well. Exactly. And one thing, one last thing to touch on that is, you know, you you talked about Paris Hilton and even Britney Spears, right? How the media and newspaper essentially molded our perception of them, right? They ran the pictures of uh, Britney Spears going crazy and like beating up the, the paparazzi's car or whatever, things like that. But it's like, there was real shit going on behind, 
the scenes. Yeah, and then when when we freaking watched the the Britney documentary of everything she went through during that time and what led up to that moment of her hitting a paparazzi's car with an umbrella or like whatever. No wonder why it, she did that. Yeah, no, I would have freaking done that or worse. Like it, I can't even imagine. So yeah, that's kind of what I got away from the show, Pam and Tommy, which is on Hulu. Um, but definitely watch it with zero kids around ever. <laughs> like fuck, make sure they're in a deep sleep and with you know, not wanting it to be a profound show and accepting that it's going to be kind of Is boring. there anything that you're watching on your own? Yes. Okay. So the dropout on Hulu, the dropout, you guys, I cannot recommend this show more. I am obsessed with it. So it's the story of Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. And you've probably heard of that in the news. And I know even if you like saw a picture of her, you'd probably like recognize her because she's been all over the news, but Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried, I don't know. You guys know who that is, right? Plays Elizabeth Holmes and like, holy crap, she is so phenomenal in this wait, role. Wait. She's like a completely different person. Wait, you think I'd recognize Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes. Holmes or yeah. the actor? and Or even Theranos. Like you'd recognize the whole scandal from probably seeing it in the news. And it's never kind of- Never seen her. Really? I just looked it up, never seen this lady in my life. <laughs> It breaks down the entire story of like how Elizabeth Holmes came up and how she dropped out of college, her Ivy League school and how she like started this company and the rise and fall of it and how they like frauded and money laundered and did all these crazy things. And it's so good. So you guys should watch it. It's not where I think we're on like the fifth or sixth episode. Nope. I'm on the fifth yeah, or sixth. I, me, I'm saying we as in me and Hulu. Oh, okay. Or me and Hulu together have released and watched six episodes, <laughs> but it's so good. Um, and then the last one is How I Met Your Father, also on Hulu. If you were a fan of How I Met Your Mother, or even if you weren't and you want to watch like a feel good show, How I Met Your Father is the perfect show for that. It's short, it's sweet, it's cute. It's not going to give you anxiety. It's going to leave you laughing. Now, that show specifically only gets a stamp of approval from Bethany. Not not from me. You've never watched it. I've sat with you when you watched How I Met Your Mother. and Yeah, like 10 years ago. Those, but those kind of shows, that's not like... No, yeah. He Beth, doesn't like sitcoms. You will sit there and watch a show with no meaning just to watch TV. Yes. Like, you know, people are like, oh, I just I just downloaded Friends again so I could watch it. It's like, I don't watch Anthony TV. Would never just to watch it. Either I'm going to watch sports or I'm going to watch something inform. Not even informational, but like, for example, he likes shows like Yellowstone or Succession or Game of Thrones. Like he wants to be completely enthralled in it and and like bring something to the table, like making him feel some type of way, like scared or like not even scared is the right word, but like on the edge of your seat. You're not going to feel on the edge of your seat with how I met your father. That's for sure. I really don't see the point in watching it. Like it should literally just. It's like nostalgia, first of all, because you have like the same setting and premise as How I Met Your Mother. You have special guests from that show, which I won't give away. It's nostalgia from my childhood and adolescence. I have Hilary Duff from Lizzie McGuire. I have whatever her name was on. I don't know. See so Your Life with the American teenager. teenager. Dell from Private Practice. Sex in the City. Never seen it. Criminal Minds. Like Same all day. of these different shows mixed into one and I love it. Josh from Drake and Josh, like everything mixed into one. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a perfect little package of nostalgia. So and feel you're good. saying it's not a good show. There's good people in the show. No, it's, it's cute. I wouldn't say it's like a good show. Like you have to watch it. I would say it's cute. I don't want to watch anything. That's just cute. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then obviously like if you really need a show to watch ones that I would suggest are like, like I said, Yellowstone, Succession. Those are good ones. And you could get caught up before the next season. Narcos. Narcos. Narcos on Netflix. Okay. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to play a game and it is called. Wait, can I get the the sad stuff out of the way? What's that? All right. So the, we've been avoiding, Bethany's been avoiding this because it's been a heavy week, but the layout of this show has been different. Grandpa Arnie, if you don't know who Grandpa Arnie is, is Grand Bethany's grandpa. He's in the hospital. So it's been a rough week. You know, Grandpa Arnie is a very prominent figure in our lives and our children's lives. So it's been rough. He's in the hospital. Um, things weren't looking so great. Things are looking better now. It's looking like a long road to recovery. But we appreciate everyone's thoughts, prayers, well wishes being sent towards him but we we didn't want to come on here and like 
I don't know. It's, it's been weird because it's been really weird. It's been a weird week. We haven't really been paying attention to like pop culture. You know what I mean? Anything like that. Uh, it's so what's weird because this is what I was talking about in therapy yesterday. It's weird to me, first of all, because my grandpa is like, he's like my my father figure, right? I thought I was daddy. <laughs> Stop it right now. See, that's the therapist would say that's probably one of my flaws is that in serious moments, <laughs> I joke, but I don't go to therapy, so. <laughs> you need to right now. So um, he's like the father figure, right? And I would feel that way about like Anthony's dad too. Like when I didn't have a dad, these are two men that really stepped up and were there for me. But my grandpa, especially like him, my grandma, it's it's just so hard because one, he's 91. So I know he's getting older. I honestly think about it all the time because I'm like so scared to lose him. But it's I know he's getting up there. When, when everything happened with my parents, my grandma and grandpa really stepped up and were like there for everyone. They moved my family in with them. They had this gorgeous house in the mountains in Tucson, like beyond beautiful. We got married there. It was where we went to escape as, you know, my grandma would come pick us up or she would send us gas money to be able to go out there when Brooklyn was a newborn or even Harlem. They literally sold their house to be able to move to Gilbert and have a place for my siblings to live. Like they sacrificed so much. I think think the word is unconditional love. If you yes. want a perfect example of unconditional love, it would be Grandpa Arnie and Grandma Bean. Yeah. No matter what you've done, what you've said. But what's been hard and what's been making me angry is knowing that through remembering through all those moments and the moments where we literally couldn't afford formula and my grandma would bring them over. She would bring over diapers. She would come and watch Brooklyn drive two hours just to be able to watch her for an hour and give us money so we could go out to eat. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And through everything, they still got shit on by certain people in my family. I think that's what's been making me so angry this past week. And then too, adding in that I haven't talked to my mom since like September and now I'm having to deal with her again. It's just been a lot going on and situations throughout this past week that have been made into things that they didn't need to be. It's been a lot. And I think, like you said, he's 93. 91. 91. He's old. But I think what makes this even more of a shock is just last week we were on a cruise in the, bah- the Bahamas in the whatever, the Caribbean. Yeah. They were here watching our kids for five days. Yeah. My grandpa and grandma took them to Target, all five kids, which was a huge shock to me to find out. Like my grandma sends me a picture of all of them in Target. And I'm like, grandma, I, I don't even take them to Target by myself. Like, how are you handling this? But like, I swear to God, like grandparents are like on another level. And, like Exactly. And, but like they're here, we're, we're getting pictures, like everything's yeah. good. And then a few days later, it's just like, all of a sudden he's, what the fuck? yeah. And it's like, I had a conversation with him and everything was fine. And the next time I talk to him, he doesn't even know who I am. It's so scary and surreal. And to this point, he still hasn't been able to recognize me one time. He's finally recognized my sister a few times. He's recognized the kids, my kids, almost every time. Or he's thought that they were me. But um, yeah, it's been a lot. It's but, been a lot. Yeah. So your loved ones, you know, just no matter what you're going through, just make sure you profess your love. And because... Yeah, you really never know. When you never know. So that's why this episode has been a little bit different. It's been a crazy week. We have a lot going on, but I also wanted to make sure that like... We had to feel contractual obligations. So No, honestly. it's literally... It would. It was literally for me like, okay, let's let's like come on here and laugh a little and like have fun because the past few, few weeks are like, what did we do? We did Hannah's heavy episode. Then we did Bianca's heavy episode. Like, let's laugh a little. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to play a game and it's called Bone, Mary, Berry. Okay, Berry, Burry. Do you say Berry or Burry? Like if you bury someone. B-A-R-R-Y or B-U-R-Y? I th- I'm probably going to say Berry, but I think it's Burry. Burry? Burry? I don't know. Damn. We We're gonna, a lot of people are going to follow us. I know, a lot. So um, basically... This is a new podcast on Dear Media and it's like a fictional podcast. So you have like Sarah Hyland, who's a famous actress and I freaking love her, who is literally like on the podcast. Like it's almost like a show, but it's a podcast and I've listened to it and it's so funny. It's so good. I'm obsessed. So they have a card game. And so I'm going to give you three cards and you're going to tell me if you would bone, marry or bury 
each of the card. Okay. Are you ready for this? Are, are these in the, like real people? Yes. Damn, I've, I'm, I'm not going to feel good. Okay. This. Haley Baldwin Bieber. I think I know who that is. Just Orlando, Orlando Bloom and Optimus Prime. Orlando Bloom. Is that the guy from <laughs> Pirates High of the School Caribbean? Musical? No, Pirates of the Caribbean. He's married to Katy Perry now. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't know who he is? Isn't he the guy with the afro no. from High School Musical? No. Who's that guy? Anthony. Gotta get your head in the game. Gotta get you, get you, get you. Zach Efron? No, his friend, his best friend. No, I don't think that. I don't know. All right. I got a bone Optimus Prime. What? Wait, you use a robot every time. Don't oh fucking don't God. don't. <laughs> I got a Mary Haley. And I got I a Mary Bloom. Okay. All right. Now it's my turn. But when I want to use a robot, it's a problem. <laughs> okay. Mine is Wait, Nick. Why do you get to look at the name? Give me the cards. Okay. <laughs> you get what a pile. the hell? Okay, you you get this file and I'll get this file. All right. Drew Barrymore. Okay. Oh, you get good ones. Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> and Oscar the Grouch. Oh my god. That could be me. Anthony is Oscar, I'm the, Oscar Grouch. the Grouch. Okay, that. I'm gonna bury him. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck the rock and I'm gonna marry Drew Barrymore. Really? What? I would marry the rock. Why? It's about pride. It's about power. It's about Yeah, that's I don't I you need to hear that every day. No, I really don't. I really just want to hear it one time in bed and then we're good. All right. For you. For me. Genuine. Ooh. <laughs> Gigi Hadid. Dang, that's a good one. Gigi Hadid. And George Clooney. All right, I'm going to marry Genuine because he can serenade me. <laughs> You're going to ride that pony? I'm going to ride Gigi Hadid and I'm going to bury George Clooney. Okay, ready? Misha Barton. Misha Barton. Oh, the Joker. The Joker. I'm picking Joaquin Felix Joker. And Princess Leia. Princess from... Leia. Wait, the Joker. No, I'm picking no, Jared Leto. No, I get to pick. <laughs> I'm picking Joaquin Felix Joker. Why not Heath Ledger? Listen, go. <laughs> okay. I'm marrying the Joker because Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker is freaking terrifying. So um, you're going to marry him? No, I'm going to bury oh, him. Oh, bury. I heard marry. I'm going to bone Misha Barton, I guess. Who is that? She's like a 90s okay, star. And Princess Leia, we're going to get married. Who's and we're going to have lots Leia? of kids. Oh, Sp Star Wars, right? Yes. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, J-Lo. Jennifer Aniston. Ooh, with the girl from... Uh, Friends. And Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star is dead. <laughs> Damn. And so now you have left Jennifer Lawrence and Jennifer Aniston. I'm going to bang Jennifer Lawrence and I'm going to marry Jennifer Aniston. Because I would do the opposite. she's older and I feel like she could take care of me better. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. I'm surprised with Jennifer Lawrence. I would want to bone and marry her. That's not an option. <laughs> it should be. All right. Padma Lakshmi. Okay. Moira, she's from the Food Network. Moira Rose. That's from Schitt's Creek. Paris Hilton. Okay. I don't know. I know who Paris Hilton is. So I'm going to bury Padma Lakshmi. Sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. I'm going to bone Paris Hilton and marry Moira Rose. Paris Hilton. Even though I feel like bone. we'd probably get divorced very quickly. Who's who's Moira Rose? From Schitt's Creek. I don't know. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one for you, babe. You can't pick. You have to, Jay Z. You have to blindly <laughs> hand the cards. Jay Z. Judge Judy. Judge Judy. And Wiz Khalifa. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. I'm marrying Jay-Z because he's fucking rich. You don't even like him. You don't have to like your spouse. <laughs> okay. Fuck. So Jonah Hill and Wiz Khalifa. Jonah Hill. Oh wait. Judge Judy. Judge Judy. Sorry. <laughs> I got I gotta bury Judge Judy. I can't do my guy Wiz Khalifa. I can't kill Wiz Khalifa. So, so you're killing I'm Judge Judy? Smoke session you're going with Wiz straight Khalifa. to jail. Who's going to throw me in jail if the judge is dead? <laughs> Paul Rudd, Mrs. Doubtfire, Paul Hollywood. Who's Paul Hollywood? I have no... Okay, I'll take Paul you Hollywood. You have to out. take... If I don't know who they are, you have to take I don't away. know half these people. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Okay, well, I'm going to bury it Nick Cannon. It was Nick Jonas, but I'm not giving you that. What? Nope. Anthony, you're mean. Okay, I'm going to marry Paul Rudd, obviously. Paul Rudd. Paul I'm going to... Oh, bone. from Ant-Man, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nick Cannon, I'm gonna bone him. Who Nick Cannon? Yeah. Okay. Which hopefully you I get pregnant. You guys are both pregnant. Both fertile as fuck. So yeah. Well, I'm sterile now, but I would hopefully get pregnant, and then he would have to give me money every month. And then Mrs. Doubtfire, sorry, you're terrifying. I'm going really? to bury you. Damn. I've never been able to get through that movie. That's a great movie. No. All right. John Cena. Ooh, but I can't see him. Joe Rogan. <laughs> 
and Joaquin Phoenix. Fuck. <laughs> but in real life. John Cena. Joe. You know who Joe Rogan is, obviously. I know who Joe Rogan is. Okay. But Barry Joaquin. What? <laughs> Babe, the easiest option would have been to bury Joe Rogan. No, I'm going to marry John Cena. No, no. You know what? We're going to bury John Cena for the way he did to my Bella girls, my Bella twin. Oh, my God. And fuck it. I'm marrying Joe Rogan. What? <laughs> A lot of great conversation we've been going on there. Could you imagine what he'd do for my podcast? He would ruin it. No. What would you guys talk about? Are it's you, honestly because you love to fight. We wouldn't do a podcast together. You have such a combative spirit that you just want to fight all the time. And that's why you would marry him. Okay. I, I agree. <laughs> okay, let's go. I think these are all handsome men. Let's see. Bradley Cooper. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Jon Snow. Jon Snow? My love? The love of my life? Are these all handsome men? Yes. I'm going to marry. So, so I know how to spot handsome men then. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, you should brag about that a lot. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to marry Jon Snow. Marry Jon Snow. Obviously. I'm going to bone Ryan Reynolds and bury Bradley Cooper. Okay. Travis Scott, Iron Man, Tom Brady. This is not good. <laughs> yes, it is. That's so hard. I don't want, I'm not playing games with you anymore. <laughs> got to hear. Good equals hard. All right. To me. So I got to, I got to bury Travis. Sorry. In, in the name of Bianca. I'm going to marry Tom Brady because my Eagles beat him in a Super Bowl and I could hold that over his head. Oh my, see, this is what he only marries people he can fight with. And Iron Man, once again, robots. Oh. They work well for you, so maybe it'll work well for me. Get a bone, Iron Man. I'd like to join that, please. No, it's not Tony Stark. It's Iron, like literally the figure. Oh my God. So he's not inside there? Who I, I don't know who's inside there. Oh my God. What's his lady name? What's his... uh? Gwyneth Paltrow, no, Pepper Potts. Oh, Friday? Friday. Yeah. So you're having sex with Friday. Good okay. to know. All right, guys, that is all we have for you this week. And we will see you next week. Oh, we won't see you. Oh, peace. May 1st, mark your calendars. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action and don't forget to leave a rating and review. You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries, and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace.